0: Yeah, baby. We got another week going on around here. It's Monday. Good morning. It's five oh seven at KTSA. Well, I hope you had a fantastic weekend and you're ready to uh, conquer another great week around here. Trey Ware here. There is Elaine, there is Jimmy, and there is Don. And the phones are always open at 210-599-5555. I wasn't going to start here, so I'm not going to I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this right now. I'm going to dig into it a whole lot deeper as the, uh, as the morning goes on. CNN's got their new guide to neo-pronouns, which embraces genderless pronouns like leaf, leaf self, sun, and star says they will no longer use gender-binding pronouns on CNN. Believes that schools should follow and teach it as well. That we should all use pronouns completely original to the user. So here's an example from CNN. For someone who uses the noun self pronoun leaf I hope Leaf knows how proud we are that Leaf is getting to know Leaf's self better. And when Leaf arrived at the coffee shop before me, I was mortified to have been late to meet Leaf. (laughs) Uh That's uh, CNN. Mm. They think this is how we should all be speaking. That not only are we to dumb down the population. But we need to talk like a bunch of dummies, too. (laughs) Hey, Sun Star. Sun Star. How you feeling, Sun Star? I hope Sun Star is having a great morning so far, Sun Star. Oh, these people are dumb. (laughs) They really have dumbed down the population. And they're going for this. And now CNN says that that's what they're going to do, too. Okay, we shall see. 210-599-5555. So... The Hawaiian governor, Josh Green, says it's very real global warming that caused the deadly wildfire. There's a whole lot of uh, speculation online about the cause. Was it a natural cause? Or if you're more conspiratorial-minded, maybe somebody started it to achieve a purpose, et cetera. We'll find out in a good time, I suppose, or maybe not. I don't know. But on MSNBC, of course, the Sunday show yesterday, describing the wildfire as a fire hurricane, gusty winds, 80-mile-per-hour winds, 1,000-degree heat, creating fire cyclones going through buildings. I don't know if you saw some of the video. Um, I used to be a volunteer firefighter down in Stockdale. We had our ranch down there. And um, I've never seen fire. This is weird. This is this feeds into the conspiratorial thing. Fire crawl across a street. And I do mean like all crawling across the street. I don't mean blowing and going from one side of the street to the vegetation on the other. I mean like as if there were some sort of accelerant or fuel on the pavement that had the fire move across the pavement and burn the pavement while it, while it moved across there. Uh, everything is burnt to the ground, the governor said. He's calling it a war zone completely destroyed, and we need a what? Uh Uh-huh. We need a national emergency. And, you know, I went over that Friday in great detail that uh, national emergencies do one thing, and that's limit personal freedom and choice. That's what national emergencies do. They're there to limit your personal freedom and your choices. Okay, so Oprah's there with the crew. She's running around filming all over the island. She's got a home there. All the rich do, by the way. Bill Gates, Witten Nelson, you know, all the rich liberals, they've got uh, homes there. And there's only one reason that Oprah's there with the film crew. Only one. And that's to advance the propaganda and the agenda. That's the only thing she's going to do. What, what, now, look, Now let me just tell you, the piece is not going to look like that. But that's what it's going to be.
1: But people should see that, that they're flying in on their big old jets. Oh, yeah. They're, she was checking on her 14-room ranch uh-huh. and bought pillows and sheets for people. That's nice. And they should see that, that they're all blaming climate change.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's the but point. They're
1: flying in on their jets and they're <laughs> running around like crazy. <laughs> flying in on a private jet. <laughs> and I feel your pain. Here's a pillow.
0: Yeah, right. Well, that's that's the my
1: pillow guy should be there.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, Mike Lindell. Where's he?
1: But they won't let him.
0: <laughs> no, he's just too conservative. But look, here, here's uh, w- we'll find out what caused it. Okay. Some are talking about these new weapons or something. Somebody set it off. Uh, look, uh, a lot of it goes really conspiratorial. However, I have learned not to rule anything out. I'm just telling you, right now, my eyes are wide open to a lot of possibilities, a lot of opportunities. I'm telling you, I don't know, but I don't rule anything out. I don't put anything past governmental forces or anything else. And I learned this through the school shooting incidents that have been going on because they politicize that every single time to do what? To limit your personal freedom and your choice. Anytime there's a school shooting. So do I, you know, rule that out? No, look what they're doing. That's why I've been fighting so hard to get the manifesto released out of Nashville. Okay, so what'd she write down in that manifesto in Nashville? Why, we, sh- we should know that, right? Because immediately it was also uh, politicized to limit personal freedom and your choice. And this is being politicized, and that's why Oprah's there. Oprah's going to shoot this deal and put up a documentary and it's all going to be about climate change. And if the climate was not changing and if we weren't flying our airplanes and we weren't driving our cars and if we only had a national emergency declared by the president, look, Maui would not be looking like this.
1: And Fox just reported this morning that there's a group of attorneys representing some people in Lahaina um that said it was the hawaiian electric company
0: oh i saw that yeah that overheated their lines that didn't turn their lines off okay we're gonna we're gonna talk about that too because a lot of it has to do with that so what we're talking about here is the same thing that happens over in california in california they the, they have given in to like the sierra club and all the environmental nut jobs they do not clear away brush kindling uh, the, the grasses that are fire-encouraging grasses. And so, like in, in, in Maui, <clears throat> they have a huge problem there with farmers who left and abandoned the land. And when the farmers abandoned the land, the natural grasses, which encourage fires, they came in there. Those natural grasses have now covered the entire area. Now, many of you are landowners. I was a rancher for a long time with my dad. And one of the things you have to do is manage your land so you don't get put in a situation. You've got to gather up the kindling, as we call it, the the branches and, and whatnot that falls off the trees in the, by the way, natural biological biosphere that we live in. The grasses that grow, that become dried out over time or uh, dry conditions will dry them out as well. You've got to manage all that. You've got to take care of all that. Well. Except when the Sierra Club and the others come in, the environmental wackos come in, they don't let you touch it. In in Austin, as a matter of fact, uh, their city council passed a long time ago uh, with the spending of Don Henley of the Eagles, by the way, a law, uh, an ordinance in, in Austin that if you want to pull weeds out of your own yard, you have to have a city inspector come and tell you that that weed is one you can pull because there are certain weeds you can pull and others you can't. And so you have to have a city inspector come and tell you, yes, you can pull that one. Well, here's, here's the bottom line. In California, when you see all the wildfires out there and in Maui and all these liberal blue places, they don't allow you to cut back. They don't allow you to take the grass out. They don't allow you to take, pick up the kindling and do controlled burns as we do here in Texas. They don't allow you to do that in those places. So that stuff lays there, any little spark at all. Sets that stuff off. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about global, stupid global warming, which is a hoax. You know, what what ought to be – I I would love everybody to go back and watch the Al Gore movie, Inconvenient Truth Now. Because if you watched it now, you could poke fun at that boy all day long because he made all these predictions. You know, Antarctica is not supposed to exist right now. Texas is supposed to be under – 100 feet of water right now. Florida's supposed to be gone. That's what Al Gore, New York, you know, flood zone. That's what Al Gore said an Inconvenient Truth. We're supposed to be gone now. These people are money-making liars. They're shysters. They're fraudsters. They're here to steal from you. That's all. Limit your personal freedom and take your money. Now, Joe Biden, the president, ha, 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 in name only. He's a pino. Was on a fourteen day vacation on Rehoboth Beach week before last. Fourteen days. Came in last week and worked four days. And Friday morning gets on the chopper and flies back to Rehoboth Beach. Spends the entire weekend sitting on the beach under the, the stupid umbrella that he's sitting out there all by himself with a stupid umbrella over his head, riding along on his bicycle, reporters there in the in the presidential pool. Are screaming, do you ha what do you want to say about Maui? No comment so Joe's once again hanging at the beach, riding his bike with reporters hollering questions through multiple crises in the United States. We have a lot of crises going on right here. W- number one is the economy. I heard from several people of the weekend who are ba- who are struggling so hard to put food on the table, and these are people are my age that have been working the you know consistently in the same job for years and years and years but because of joe's economy they're making less money today their money is worth less than it was and so they can't even buy groceries on a consistent basis now in middle middle america so anyway He's riding his bike around. while well, we got all these crises going on. you got a fire there. You've got fires all throughout, you know, Texas and other places. You know, you've got wildfire danger everywhere. you got that going on. You've got a border that's wide open. You've got fentanyl coming in. You've got human trafficking all across the southern border. You've know, you got people, you know, pick up in trucks in, in the southern border and everything else that's going on. All this stuff is happening. He's riding a bike, and when asked a question about it, I don't have any comment. He has yet to appear in front of the cameras, say anything about it, do anything about it and uh look he's not the president and i i I fully believe (laughs) i really do i still believe he's not running to be the president again he's not he's not on campaign trail he's not working at it i just fully believe that somebody else is going to be in that job when the appointed time comes all right back in just a minute trey ware ktsa hey it's sean i've been a fan of Alabama 2 ktsa trey ware here 210-599-5555 so out of nowhere this guy appears uh on online his name is Oliver Anthony, red-headed dude, red beard, and all that stuff. And he is um, playing his guitar. It's, like it's like, kind of like a Dobro resonant guitar. And uh, he's playing this with this song that's just kind of like taking off now. And he was talking over the weekend that, and this is just him on YouTube, right? Don't need a big record company, don't need a big production, all that kind of stuff. And um, he, Jamie Johnson stops by. <laughs> you know, he's just, the guy's just playing in front of some people at a, at a, at a venue. And he said, you know, just a couple days ago, I was playing in front of 20 people, and now there's hundreds of people out there. He's reading from the Bible while he plays, and people are, like, eating that up because they're just, you know what it is? just really sick and tired of having the whole homosexual, transsexual, you know, things shoved in your face. Uh, this is the way you're supposed to think. This is the way you have to think. And that's that's the big pushback against Bud Light. I, I was looking at some videos over the weekend. Last week, of course, was the Sturges motorcycle rally. And all these vendors set up tents and everything. And, uh, and and the big, uh, like, beer companies, they set up entire bars on the street. And you'll have three or four bars in their area, right? And they'll have a band in the back playing and all that kind of stuff. And guys go in there and have a beer and then continue to walk on down the street and all that. Well, guess what? Here's the street, man, the main drag in Sturges, and it's busy. Motorcycles, people walking up and down, you know, people going and buying shirts and jackets and caps and everything else, going and buying Miller beer, going and buying Jack Daniels and all that. And the Budweiser thing is completely empty. Nobody, You know why? Because the motorcyclist is like, I ain't drinking no queer beer. <laughs> I ain't drinking no queer beer. I ain't going to do it. And – uh so the backlash is coming because for so long we have been told, like the CNN thing I started with, this is how you're supposed to think. And if you don't think that way, you're a criminal. The, anyway, this guy, uh, he, he just picked up his guitar and this song about, uh, is it rich folk north of Richmond? Is that what it is? Rich people north of Richmond? Something like that's the name of the thing. It's, it's yeah, taken off. rich men. Yeah, rich men north of Richmond. Let's listen to just a second of it here, Jimmy, if you don't mind. Let's just check it out. Here's Oliver I'm Anthony.
1: my soul. Working all day, overtime hours, for bullshit pay, Whoa. so I can sit out here and waste my life away.
0: Drag I was late on that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Away. It didn't say explicit lyrics. lyrics. Uh, what the world's okay, I well, can't anyway. trust it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, Oliver. Uh, yeah. uh, so- sorry for the uh, for the word that got out there. Uh And he posted here, you weren't born to just pay bills and die which got my attention this morning you weren't born just to pay bills and die well that's a fact you weren't born just to pay bills and die there's so much more to uh, to life anyway we'll uh we, you know we'll, we'll continue to follow the success of this guy this oliver anthony and and this particular song that's uh rocking along so on friday afternoon as they always do because everybody checks out from the news on the weekend ha <laughs> ha have you ever noticed the big stuff happens on friday That uh, Merrick Garland appointed a special counsel to look into Hunter Biden. Interesting. He picked David Weiss. David Weiss. David Weiss was the investigator who gave Hunter complete pass on everything. He was the one who told the whistleblowers, if you remember their testimony, you can't investigate, Daddy. You can't investigate anybody in the family. David Weiss was the one, and I'm going to get into this more after the news, David Weiss was the one who drug his feet and allowed many of the charges against Hunter Biden to die because the statute of limitations ran out. And now, David Weiss has been put in the spot of special prosecutor now, special counsel in order to get in the way because the Republicans with Jim Comer have been uncovering so much evidence about the Biden crime family. remember it's getting super hot now, hot, 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 they got all kinds of stuff now they got you know a hundred million bucks. Funneled through their LLCs and all that. And we found that out because of Comer, not because of David Weiss. David Weiss also was the one who gave Hunter that sweetheart immunity deal that the judge shut down. He was the one that was going to let Hunter completely walk. So it is a joke, not a funny ha-ha joke. It is a joke that Merrick Garland has appointed him as special counsel. He's a cover man. This is a cover-up the biden garland cover-up and weiss is a collaborator in the cover-up we'll talk more about it coming up and impeachment charges have been filed against joe biden so we'll uh, we'll let you know more about that and then the california nordstrom store that was completely destroyed over the weekend this is becoming a common thing in marxist america i'll give you more details about that coming up as well trey Ware, kts hi i'm shane ratliff with patriot trees and i come six now and after the weekend starting off on a monday the last thing you want to hear about is you need to be drinking. That's the last thing. We, we just came off a weekend, yeah, why, man. Why didn't he tell us this Friday afternoon? Right. Remember, drink a lot this weekend because right, it's going to be hot. Jeff Nordine. Yeah. Come Telling on. Get with it, Jeffrey. Monday. Come on, babe. Come on. <sighs> no, I did nothing this weekend, man. Well, I, did, I took care of a few, you know, family things, uh, that kind of You're thing. right. Uh, but I checked out from the news intentionally on Saturday. Oh, didn't good for really, you. Yeah. Well, good you know my My actual weekend is Friday and saturday that 's my weekend starts at nine on Friday and then cool. Saturday. and then you know, yesterday's when you know Sunday's when you do all the work for today so anyway uh yes it 's it's, it's very hot folks and if um, if you don 't remember, you could die from not drinking any water so <laughs> we don 't need any of that no no, no no, so please drink water and uh, it 's going to be better and we don 't need to lose any more choices because of global warming that doesn 't exist, especially the global boiling part. Um, and and this whole thing in Hawaii has just gone to horrendous levels. It looks absolutely horrible down in Hawaii. So we'll keep you posted, keep you updated. Meanwhile, on Friday, David Weiss was appointed as the special counsel by Merrick Garland, in other words, trying to get in the way to prevent—this is a cover-up— to try to cover up more of Hunter's crimes. Why? Because they're getting hot on Joe. That's why. Because the Republicans in Congress have gotten hot on Joe that they commingled their accounts, that they run the business together. They're finding out all of these things. Remember, last week was the emergence of that text message that Hunter had written quite some time ago about how he's so tired of paying the entire family's bills with their corrupt criminal activity, <laughs> which means Joe and Jill and the rest of them were having their bills paid because, well, we're selling influence around the world. That's why. But now what we gotta do is we gotta get this guy that gave Hunter the pass. His name is David Weiss. He's the one who wrote Hunter the immunity deal. Oh, you get some immunity for everything that's gonna come along for the rest of his life. He'll he'll always have blanket immunity. David Weiss is the one who put that deal together. David Weiss was the one who told the guys at the IRS, You may not investigate. I don't have the authority. I don't I cannot go any further, you know, that kind of crapola. And uh and all this is is a is a move to try to block the Republicans in Congress from getting more and more of their debt. Look, the answer for the Republicans in Congress is impeachment, because that gives them a more aggressive stance on their investigation. It makes them uh it, it gives them the authority and the power. Even if the impeachment will not be successful and with Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell in the Senate, it won't be. So the House can impeach him, he won't be removed from office because of the Senate. But what this does is, is it gives you all kinds of prosecutorial power that the House does not have right now. So, Greg Stubbe is a representative out of Florida. He has filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for high crimes. Saying in the in the document itself, he has undermined the integrity of his office, brought disrepute on the presidency, betrayed his trust as president, and acted in a manner subversive of the rule of law and justice at the expense of America's citizens. The evidence continues to mount by the day. The Biden crime family has personally profited off of Joe's government positions through bribery, threats, and fraud. Joe Biden must not be allowed to continue to sit in the White House selling out our country. Stubbe then uh, listed bribery, extortion, obstruction of justice, fraud, and financial involvement in drugs and prostitution, saying it's long past time to impeach Joe Biden. If it was anybody else, if it was a Republican member of Congress or a Republican president, we'd be prosecuting him a long time ago for these crimes, and there should not be a different standard of justice for the Biden family than there is for the rest of the country. Meanwhile, Joe and his son, Hunter, have that long history of commingling and intertwining their finances. The Democrats' move right now is to say, yeah, and, and uh, a few of them said it yesterday on some of the Sunday Gab shows, yes, Hunter was he was screwed up. But you know, he was on drugs, and his brother had just died. So when he's doing this, you know, he's doing it because he was on drugs, and he was full of grief. But that doesn't mean Joe did anything. Joe did nothing wrong. Joe was okay. This is all on Hunter. Yeah, okay. No. (laughs) Joe's been in politics for 50 years, and Joe went from zero dollars now to millions upon millions upon millions in the bank account. It didn't make that off of a senator's salary, my friend okay he didn't buy all these homes off of a senator's salary didn't happen did not happen uh, there's other sources of income the republicans are uncovering those other sources of income selling influence profiting off of changing policy at the at the at the highest levels of our government uh accepting bribes fraud all of these things in a conspiratorial manner probably RICO statute being violated here. Between 2010 and 2019, thousands of dollars of Biden family money was spent on illegal drug transactions and prostitution, allegedly. Hunter Biden deducted tens of thousands of dollars in payments to a prostitute and sex club for his taxes, allegedly. So you've got all that going on, and the only thing they want David Weiss to do is stop the Republicans from uh, issuing any more evidence, in this case, it's going to implicate Joe Biden. The other side of this is, and this will be the one that's going to be interesting to watch very closely, Joe runs the Department of Justice. Make no mistake about it. This BS about it being an independent uh, buddy is just absolutely not true. We know that Joe has told Merrick Garland to go after Donald Trump. We know that because he did it publicly. Um, <clears throat> what's going to be interesting is that's under Joe's control. What Merrick Garland does, Merrick will do whatever Joe <clears throat> and Barack Obama tell him to do. It's going to be interesting to see if the Democrats really are done with Joe. Is this how they're going to get him out of office? That he'll have to resign in shame, I lie, Nixon and move on. Or, you know. Uh, stick with him. (laughs) I think they know they got a dead horse there. I I think they know it. I think the Democrats, whether you're a Democrat living in San Antonio or you're a Democrat power broker such as Barack Hussein Obama and all those other guys that are influencing the Democrat Party, um, I think you know you got a dead horse in, in Joe Biden. When do they need to pull that trigger? By what month? Because we're coming up on just 12 months out from the election, right? So, in your opinion, timeline: When do they need to pull that trigger? That's a really good question, and I'll tell you what happened with LBJ. They they did it in March, toward the end of March, and then they brought in Hubert Humphrey and that whole thing. You know, um, after LBJ, um, they waited very late, though. They waited until the end of March to you know to do that, and yank him out of there. I don't know. I I think that. You know, as as long as it's done by then, so Gavin Newsom or Kamala or both. Well, there's my follow-up question: yeah. Who has the money to run? Oh, those guys do. Yeah, Gavin's loaded. He's good. <laughs> yeah, and and you if notice- they had a debate, he would qualify. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And have you noticed a change in in Kamala's tone? In all these videos that have been coming out recently, she's not doing the silly get giggling thing anymore. She's not focusing on one word and coming back to that one word anymore. She's lowered her tone. She's straightened her face. She's not doing all the stupid giggling that she did before. So they got to her and told her, you know what, you're up. And uh, it's her and and Gavin Newsom, uh, I fully believe, and i'm always said people people inside the beltway were whispering to me about michelle obama for a long time and i i still believe that's a possibility as well but joe ain't it <laughs> joe's not the man no uh-uh. and he's he is when he when he takes a 14 day vacation comes back and works 4 days and then goes back to the beach and he's asked by the Uh, the the media that follows him he's asked by them to comment on the biggest news story probably of the year concerning a state of the united states and that's what's going on in maui and hawaii right now completely destroyed that entire area when he's asked to comment on he said i don't have any comment i'm not going to tell you i'm not going to talk to you about this that's that's not a guy who's running for president. The guy who's running for president says, "Ladies and gentlemen, I got the best people on the ground. They are there already. Now I'm not going to go because I'm just going to get in their way. But I got the best people that I could find. They are down there right now, and I have given them unlimited resources. Anything that they need, they can have." And they know that. All they got to do is pick up the phone. I'll answer it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We got their backs down in Maui. I got you covered. We're going to do Okay. All right. Let me give you an example. When the hurricane went into western Florida and uh, Ron DeSantis, that that major bridge there in Fort Myers and everything was completely destroyed, Ron DeSantis had that bridge rebuilt in a day. So that they could start getting what the uh, supplies and everything out into the islands there, off of uh, Fort Myers, and help those people. And, and in one day, he had that done. in In a, just a few hours, he had the power, all the power, restored and put back on. And Joe Biden's not doing any of that. He's just not. And it, you don't, you don't do that if you're planning on running for president. You don't go to the beach. When one of your states is on fire, you stand in front of the camera and you say, this is what we're doing, this is how we're doing Now, look, I'll just l- let's just talk about the two-tier thing because i got to take a break, but talk about the two-tier thing for just a minute. Hawaii burns and Donald Trump is on the beach. And Donald Trump never took a day off when he was in office. I think he played golf a few times, but as far as taking a vacation like, like Joe Biden has been doing, he didn't take no vacations. And uh, can you imagine what the media would be doing with that story? They would have the split screen, Maui devastated Joe on the beach. Here's the devastation in Maui, and here's Joe sitting there under his umbrella on the beach, refusing to address the matter. Imagine if that were Donald Trump. Imagine how the media would be treating this story. And that ought to tell you something about the media in this country as well. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA.
1: For the highest quality hardwood flooring, tile, carpet. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Speaking
0: of Mike Lindell, he was our pledge. Awesome. We'd love for you to say the pledge as well. All you got to do is call my uh, voicemail here at the station. And that number is 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. 55, just drop it in my uh, in my voicemail there and uh, listen for yourself weekdays at 5.50 and 6.50 here on KTSA. Got a list here. I hope it's a total list of the schools that are going back today. It's uh, back school week. Alamo Heights is back today. East Central back today. Harlandale. Lackland. Northeast. And Southside and Uvalde. So there you go. Those are back today, uh, and then throughout the week, you know, various schools going back various days uh, throughout the week. Uh, San Antonio ISD is tomorrow. Shirt Cibolo, Universal City ISD is tomorrow as well. So. It's back to school time, and uh, good luck to all the families and the kiddos that are going to be involved in all that kind of stuff. If if you got kids in extracurricular activity, they've already been back to school for quite some time. <laughs> Our dancer has been working all summer long. Boy, she didn't even have a summer, as I'm sure the band and everybody else was was doing too. 40,000 illegal immigrants apprehended along the southwest border the first 10 days of August. The first 10 days of August, an average of 5,708 apprehensions Every single day, these old videos of Joe Biden when he was president talking about how if you're going to remake a country, if you're going to fundamentally change a country, you have to continuously bring people in from all over the world. And those people that you bring in, that you allow in the country, they will obviously change the country. We are importing third world people, which is going to do what? We are importing people who have voted for socialist regimes and lived under socialist regimes, which is going to do what to the United States? You know exactly what that does. All this illegal immigration, they are bringing their politics, which is, in most cases, uh, give me money you know, from the government. I look to the government for everything. And uh, in, in many other cases, uh, they are third world people coming in. They have diseases that exist in the, f- the third world. They're bringing those back to us here in the United States. And they live in uh, in a very poor economic environment. You're not importing rocket science. You're not. And Joe has talked over the many, many years, and you can look up the videos on this, about needing more people from other countries. If you're truly going to change America, you have to continually bring these people in that think different than Americans think because y'all are up in all that freedom and, and Bible stuff. you clinging, as Barack said, to your Bibles and your guns. We can't have that. So last week, I told you that Joe asked a Congress, demanded of Congress, another $40 billion. John Kirby, speaking for Joe the very next day, said, yeah, your kids are going to die and if we don't s- send another $40 billion to Ukraine. Uh, but to, to make it more palatable for Republicans, they included some money for Department of Homeland Security for the border. And, and Republicans are like, yay, I got some border money to protect the border. So I can vote yes, and Joe will get his $40 billion for Ukraine. But wait a minute. When you dig into the border money, it's not about sealing up the border. Oh, no, that's not what that money's for. The money that Joe is demanding would expand illegal immigration of the country by putting more people, uh, more butts in the seats to fill out the forms, to process these people, more and more processing centers, more and more computer uh, technicians to put... You know, uh, data entry people to put the information in the computers and blah, blah, blah. In other words, to bring more people into the country, not less. But that's not what they told you, was it? We need the money for Department of Homeland Security. You say this is all about border security. No, it's not. The money he's requesting, demanding actually, does nothing more than expand. And that's what Joe's about, expanding and bringing more and more people in here, anti-capitalist Marxist people in here, I might add, from third world countries, in order to, quote, fundamentally change the United States. They're doing a pretty darn good job of it, aren't they? You seen Hollywood lately? You ought to, you want know, an interesting thing, Google some videos out of Hollywood. Wow, talk about a zombie city. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. <laughs> It's back to school. Yay! <laughs> yeah, well, you ought to be excited about that. And remember, 20 in those school zones. And hydrate. Stay out of the sun. And drive 20 in a school zone or even less than that. All right. 607 out Trey. where there's Elaine there's Jimmy and there's Don right over there. The anti-capitalist Marxist went into the California uh, Nordstrom, ransacked it, Flash mob, smash and grab, about 100000 in uh, purses and shoes and stuff like that taken. People wearing hoodies, hoodies, breaking into the Nordstrom, rushing to the front entrance with bags in hand. Not a thing the employees can do. Nobody can do anything against these smash and grabbers, and they know it. And so they know they're not going to get in trouble. There's, there's several stories about how this is linked back to the cartels, and the cartels organize this, and the money goes back to the cartels, and so on. Because they know nobody's going to get charged. There won't be any charges. And all the people out in Los Angeles County, they can huff and puff all they want. You know, we have to, we have to hold these people accountable. This is ridiculous. Ain't a soul going to be held responsible. You know that, and I know that. In fact, I was just looking at video and the list of the stores, retailers that left San Francisco. From a CVS to a Walgreens to everything in between, they've all boarded up and left San Francisco for this very reason. The anti-capitalist Marxists bursting in and doing these smash and grabs and running out with everything. Well, going to chase them out of Los Angeles too, guys. Thank God we stopped Prop A in San Antonio and the forces like Nuremberg and the others that wanted to allow this to go on in San Antonio. Hey, Brad, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday, Brad.
1: Happy Monday, and good luck to all the little kiddos headed back to the yeah. schoolhouse. The, uh, the whole smash and grab thing, Trey, uh, when I lived in the Dallas area, there was a chain called the Treasury, and I think we're going to get to doing what they were doing, actually. Way well, back then, you'd go to a, a showroom and pick out the items you wanted to buy, a little card or whatever. And now, this is before computers. And then they would, basically, the stuff would come down a conveyor belt for you, and you would pick it up and pay for it. The only other thing in terms of preventing these smash-and-grab type things would be to have uh, security screeners screen you as you walk in, and, you know, they, they wand you or whatever, and say, no, you're, you're dressed, you're likely to come in here to steal. Uh, I'm not going to let you in, or we'll let two or three people in at a time that's just going to have to add more employees to the chain, you know. It's going to have to uh, add more cost onto the purchase of the item. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Brad, once again, you're right. Um, And thank you for the call. Have a great day, man. Um, You're right. And, in fact, there are stores that are going completely to the model you just described. Everything is locked up. And you have attendants who are standing at countertops. And you walk up to – you don't have access to anything. You walk up to the attendant at the counter – and the attendant turns around and opens the case with a key, or a code, and gets out the item you're looking for and hands you your toothpaste, hands you your soap. Now, when I was in Seattle a few months back, I went to a couple of stores that were just like that. One of them, I'm trying to remember if it was a uh, like a Walgreens. I like a Walgreens or CVS type of store. Everything everything was behind those plastic uh, plexiglass things with the alarms. You know the ones I'm talking about when you go to, um, like you go to, say, HEB, and they've got some of the supplements in the health and beauty. Some of that stuff is behind us. You lift it up, it goes ding, dong, and alerts somebody who works there to look over and make sure you're not stealing anything, right? Uh, Same thing is true uh, out in in, uh, Seattle. Um, where you're you you know you're just going to pick up some shampoo, some conditioner, and a toothbrush. Ding-dong! And now they're even locking it up, and you have to go get somebody and have somebody come over and unlock it so you can get to it. So th- these models are, are certainly out there if the businesses stay in the area at all. Many of them, as I just said, in San Francisco, have just boarded up and abandoned San Francisco and said, I'm getting out of here. Don and I were having a discussion this morning about uh, uh, theft and robbery, uh, particularly when it comes to vehicles. The police don't have the time, and they're not going to chase and try to find your vehicle, and they're not going to do anything about these smash and grabbers either. There's not a thing that's going to happen, and they will not be prosecuted. This is what you get when the liberals take over and go with soft-on-crime DAs and demand no cash bail. Hey, David, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Morning,
2: Trey. Uh, have you been to an HEB lately and noticed that the produce and or the, the products are in these very tight little aisles with a spring loaded in the back?
0: I have not, and let me tell you, I was at HEB on Saturday, but, David, I go early in the morning, and I, I go on a hunting mission. I race to what I want, and, what I came you, for, and I turn around and race right back out. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> when you get that one item, though, yeah. it, you have to pull it out of a little tray because it's spring-loaded, and you couldn't put it back if you wanted.
0: Oh, yes. I,
2: yes the purpose yes, yes. of that is so that you don't see someone take his arm on the shelf and push it all in a big garbage bag. And then, on top of that, huh. notice the um the cart that you're pushing one of the wheels is a big thing,
0: uh-huh. and it's
2: made to lock up uh-huh. so you can't run out to the parking lot with their cart
0: hundred percent right they've always and see that's always been a little trick that these retailers do is they'll loosen up one of those wheels so it's you know it just sits there and spins around on it, so you cannot run and make it out to the parking lot into your car and dump all that stuff in the car. You're absolutely right on that, David. Thank you, man. I'll pay more attention the next time I go to H-E-B about that. And come to think of it, <coughs> I think you're right. I I, I grabbed some uh, some barbacoa and some other stuff at H-E-B the other day, and yeah, it was in the the barbacoa was in a spring-loaded thing. So, David, thank you. I appreciate it very much. I'm old enough to remember. I don't know about you. On another matter, I'm old enough to remember when we didn't have daily stories about young, healthy athletes falling over dead. Do you remember those days? When you would just carry on with your life and you never even get – now, you had an occasional kid that had a heart defect or something like that. that, But it was very – I mean, few and far between. So much so that it never made the news because it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't a frequent kind of thing. So, yeah, hey, nobody ever really talked about it. But now daily, daily, and I watch it closely. We have these guys who are just merely practicing their sport. They're young, they're healthy, and the next thing you know, they're dead. High school basketball player from Alabama died suddenly. Caleb White, pronounced dead at a local hospital, collapsed while he was working out. Collapsed during a a team workout just the other day, a couple days ago, and hauled him off to the hospital, and this young, healthy, athletic 17-year-old is dead. Now I don't report on this every single time and every every single day because, you know what, you you would get tired of hearing it over and over and over again. But there it is. It it happens almost every day, almost daily. I've got one of those to talk about, and it's just incredible. Uh, the only thing that's changed, I you know, I'm just telling you, the only thing that's changed in the course of these kiddos is the vaccine for COVID. That's it. There's nothing else. They didn't add any other uh, vaccines to the regimen. They didn't take any vaccines away from the regimen. The only thing that has changed is that mRNA and whatever it's doing to people's hearts, especially young healthy athletic people to their hearts all right quick break 210 599 55 210 599 615 steel chrysler dodge jeep ram on san pedro right behind north star mall what a great place don't miss out on a solid steel deal and i gotta tell you If you're looking for selection, and we all are, particularly when it comes to the Ram trucks, they have more on the ground ready for delivery today today, than anybody else. Right there, it's Steel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. If you're looking for price, and we all are, right? Price is a, a bottom line for a great vehicle and a great solid steel deal. Steel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on San Pedro, right behind North Star Mall is the place. You know what you won't find at Steel? You won't find a pushy staff okay these are helpful folks not pushy they want to help you do the right thing for your family so you become a repeat customer for the long haul at steel Chrysler dodge jeep ram on san pedro right behind north star mall stop in there today check out the ram trucks up to thirteen thousand dollars off ram trucks or two point nine percent financing for 72 months again It's steel Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram on San Pedro right behind North Star Mall. Don't miss out on a solid steel deal. Hot and sunny today, 105 for the high. Right now, it's 80 at KTSA.
1: Good morning. Looks like a trouble spot on. All
0: right, it's 620 now, 210-599-5555. You can call or text me there. In fact, Steve just sent a text good morning trey speaking of prop a i hold you responsible for defeating it with the power of your voice and your ability to convey common sense to the residents of san antonio hats off to you and many thanks steven sa well steve i gotta tell you all i did was just put the info out there's guys like you and others who you know again your your circle of influence and and talking to people about it and that's what i encourage you to keep doing you're the true evangelist of the cause of liberty and freedom and personal choice okay isn't it funny Not in a ha-ha way, in an ironic way, but the people who say they're about personal choice, you know, my body, my choice, you're right, they're all about personal choice. They're the ones that are trying to limit your personal choice by stamping all over, trampling all over your, your rights and your freedoms. Rights and freedoms equal personal choice. Bottom line. So the biggest supporters of, ri- of rights and freedom and liberty should be these wacko left-wingers who say, well, it's my body, my choice, I'm all about choice. And they're truly not. They're all ad- agenda-driven. Um, this past weekend, at the Texas Capitol on Saturday, there was a rally up there called Let Women Speak. And it's about these people who uh, transition. And then realize you know what you can't really transition so in a case of women who began testosterone treatments and had their breasts removed it's a permanent deal they can't go back they'll permanently have a beard and they'll permanently have scars where at one time they had the breasts that God gave them to do what women were appointed to do by God not by man and so they were holding this event up at uh, up at Austin and you can imagine Here comes the radical uh, transgender movement, jumping up and down, screaming, brought their microphones, yelling, trying to drown out the people who were at the Let Women Speak event. Why? Well, because they can't let you have your voice. They demand that you let them have theirs, and they demand that you believe this trans nonsense, the normalizing of nonsense. They demand that you believe it. They demand that you support it. They demand that they ought to be able to go to your children and groom them for later on in life so that at some point they can begin to have sexual relations with children. That is the end goal with this, and that's the direction that they're headed with this movement. So they can't let you have your voice of common sense. They can't let people who once transitioned and now said, that's the biggest mistake of my life. I destroyed my entire life. They can't allow them to speak, so what do they do? They come and they scream and they drown it out, calling them fascists. These fascists have got to go. Trans rights are human rights. Trans lives matter. And you know what they found? That these people who were screaming all this this stuff, they were in like a cult-like trance. Well, that's what it is. The trans movement, the tranny movement in America is a cult. Make no mistake about it. It is a religion for these people. It is a religious movement. And, of course, they were screaming about how these TERFs, T-E-R-F, stands for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminists. They're the ones who um, the the radicals call uh, like J.K. Rowling a TERF because J.K. Rowling is a feminist. J.K. Rowling is a, uh, a liberal. But, oh, my God, she hates trans. No, she doesn't. So they're screaming at them about being TERFs and all this nonsense that's going on. By the way, Come to your call right two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five told you last week about this historian, this David Garrow that's writing this uh, biography, uh, actually wrote it, Rising Star: the Making of Barack Obama. He did a, a recent interview when he was talking about it. by the way, this guy, this David Garrow, is a historian. He's not a politician. He has no axe to grind politically. okay He cares about historical accuracy, and he's to the left describes himself as being to the left of Barack Obama, that Barack Obama is too conservative for him. But he was talking over the weekend about these the, these notes that Barack used to write to an ex-girlfriend, whom he dumped because she was white. And when he decided he was going to run in Chicago, he realized he had to have a black wife. not that interesting? So he dumps the white woman and finds Michelle. But he had written these notes to her that ended up, by the way, at Emory University, and nobody is allowed to photograph these notes written by the hand of Barack Obama that talks about his desire for homosexuality, how he dreams of making love to men. Well, David Garrow, when he was writing the book about Barack Obama, he got a friend to go to Emory University and take pictures. or or, No, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to take pictures, to hand transcribe those notes where Barack was telling his ex girlfriend that he dreams of having sex with men. Okay, whatever. But, you know, here, here's the bottom line. And, and this is where this guy, this David Garrow, broke it down. He said, What you read in Dreams of My Father is absolutely 100% a fabrication, made up to present Barack Obama as this wonderful left-wing guy that's going to lead us into utopia. But in reality, he's nothing more than a divider. That's all he's ever done is divide. Hey, Ray, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. I was listening to what you were just talking about with
1: the uh, let women speak up there in Austin. And uh, I I just wanted to add a comment. I read this morning on my news feed before I was on my way to work that um, in London, England, a, a, a women's lesbian speed dating group has requested that only biological adult females go to their event. And the trans community in London has lost their mind over it. Sure. Because apparently men are, or biological men are uh, going there. And I, I don't mind the
0: tranny stuff. I'm sorry. But I just thought I'd share that with you because it made me laugh. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did, Ray, and thank you for the call. I hope you have a great day today. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hey, guys, it's time to take your grooming routine to the next level. Do what I did and get yourself the Toro skincare products, a luxury line. It's a skincare line that's affordable for men. Now, here's the deal: when it comes to skincare, number one, I'm not going to spend a lot of money. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm going to put on what I can put on, and that's it. And the rest of it will worry about itself. Number two, I'm not going to take a lot of time to do it. I'm not going to sit in there by the hour and do what I gotta do to to take care of my skin or to look pretty. I'm just not. So that's why Toro is a winner for me. It is an affordable skincare line that works, made of the best ingredients by the best people on planet Earth. And it takes no time at all. It takes me less than two minutes to do the entire routine. Seriously, less than two minutes. Sometimes I'll just do a couple of the things that are are in my routine, and it'll take me 20 seconds to get it done. But the bottom line is it's affordable, and it doesn't take forever to do this stuff. And, yes, I've noticed a major difference in the quality and care of my skin, an absolute major difference. I want you to check it out. In fact, I believe in it so much gonna give you twenty percent off when you use my name, toroskincare.com. Where that's toroskincare.com. Where W A R E.
1: My name is Lorraine. My husband
0: I came on the bike Saturday when I was out riding around. A C D C T and dino Mike.
1: 635.
0: It's Monday. We're back at it. And the kiddos uh, getting back to school. I can just go through them real quick. You guys know if your kiddo is going back to school. But just for everybody to know, Alamo Heights going back today. Uh, East Central going back today. Harlandale. Uh, Lackland is going back today. Northeast is going back today and let's see here south side and uvalde going back today as well uh tomorrow's church cibolo and san antonio isd again tomorrow uh, gonna be heading back so this is gonna be you know pretty much throughout the week some go back on uh, on wednesday too so remember it's 20 mile an hour in the uh, school zone as well uh so joe took 14 days off week four last And remember that whole thing we're talking about him sitting at the beach under the umbrella by himself, you know, go over and and touch him, make sure he's still with us because he he hadn't moved in quite some time. And then he came back to work last week, worked only partial days, a couple of hours, signed some stuff, made a couple of ceremonial, uh, you know, things just uh, last week, Uh, traveled around a little bit, went to Utah, you know, told everybody how great an economy is. Under Bidenomics, which I'm hearing directly the opposite from people on the ground. I'm talking about people, middle-class America, that he's always talking about. And I heard from several middle-class families over the weekend that I personally know, so I know they're not lying to me. And they're having the hardest time now making ends meet with this guy and and his his, uh, economy. That prices and first thing Don even said when he walked in this morning, he gassed up. Me too. And it was three eighty two for the low level for the eighty seven. Eighty seven octane. Three hundred eighty two. So in my little car, which took fourteen gallons, it was fifty bucks, a little over fifty dollars. you put that together with the high cost of food no need to tell you what the high cost of food is it's really down to the nut cutting for a lot of families trying to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to make it through and how they're going to buy food and buy their gasoline or whatever that they got to have god forbid that they have a problem we've been telling you how They've been raiding now. People have been raiding. They're, they're out of their savings. They've been raiding their 401Ks, and they're running up huge amounts of credit card debt just to buy groceries. Much less, pay a little AC so that they can, you know, not die in their homes and burn to death. Joe left on Friday morning. You had reporters hollering questions to him. He ran as fast as he can run <laughs> to the helicopter. And then over the weekend, he rode his bike and he sat on the beach under that stupid umbrella by himself again. And he was asked about Maui. And he said, I have no comment. He's not a man running for president. If you're running for president and a major island that you oversee burns the way... The city of Lahaina burned in the way Maui burned. You, at the very least, make a statement. Listen, I'm not going to go down there because I'll screw stuff up. I'll just get in the way, so I'm not going to go down there. But here's what I am doing. I'm sending every resource. I've got the best people possible on the ground in Maui already. And they know that they can call me any time, day or night, and request anything, and they're going to get it. So, Maui, we're with you, baby. I got you. Y'all have a good day. That's it. But he refused to say one word about it. Why, ladies and gentlemen? Because he can't. He's physically, at this point, physically incapable of speaking to anyone extemporaneously, off the cuff, just making a comment about something. He's physically incapable of doing so. If it's not written down on the teleprompter, which, by the way, is the size of a giant screen television at this point so he can see it. I'm not making that up. I'm not being cruel. I'm telling you the facts. They put a giant screen television in front of him, and they run the words up 50 points. Run them up in front of him very slowly so he can read them. And you still hear how he screws it up. Meanwhile, the governor, Josh Green of Hawaii, he says he's got the answers, and I'll share those with you in a second. Meanwhile, Mark, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning.
1: Hey,
2: good morning. Regarding Bidenomics, one of the uh, pleasures that I always have during these hot summer days is enjoying a slice of chilled watermelon. And I don't know about you, but I've had a hard time finding m- watermelons that aren't that aren't rotten or something else going on.
0: What do you think it is, Mark?
2: I I think it's all overall. It's just the quality. We're we're having to pay more for less quality of everything. Yeah. And that's what's happening with our economy.
0: I think what you're seeing, you know, just to address the watermelon thing uh, briefly, I think what you're seeing is a combination of various things that are going on. But number one is you're right. Watermelon is not a gotta. (laughs) It's not a gotta. Watermelon's a nice to have, but it ain't a gotta have. Right? You got to have eggs and uh, those kind of the basics. You got to have. But things like watermelon, nah, that is that's not a gotta. So they are. They're going bad before anybody buys them. So you go in there to buy it, and, you know, usually right now you can't get your hand on a watermelon, right? I'm the same way. I, you know, we buy, this, we buy them too. Nope. Can't, half of them are junk because they've been sitting there for so long. They're not ordering any new ones. And the ones have been there forever because nobody's buying them right now because they're not a gotta. That That is where we are. Now, back to Hawaii for just a minute before the break, and thanks for the call, Mark. The FBI, yes, that FBI, the FBI, has set up mobile refrigerated morgues to store the dead bodies in Lahaina. The FBI, not FEMA, not the local authorities, not even the state authorities of Hawaii the FBI. I just find it, uh, I, m- maybe it means nothing at all, but I found it very interesting that the FBI were the ones that are investigating the fire in Lahena. I thought it was global warming. You see, that's exactly what the governor down there told us. I told you this was coming Friday. Remember I did that deep dive into a national emergency? Well, Oprah is there with her crew. She's filming the documentary. That documentary is going to come out. It's going to do the same thing that the news is doing to you right now. If we didn't have a problem, if we didn't, if we weren't driving SUVs, we would not have a hot earth, and this fire would not have happened. That's what's coming, and Oprah will have the crying people on there, and my, you know, th- those people's lives are devastated. and They're going to be used. They're going to be used by the left. They're going to be used by Oprah. They're going to be used by ABC to push their radical climate hoax. And that's what it is, folks. It's a radical climate hoax. If you've ever been a landowner, as I have been, if you've ever run a ranch like I have been, like I have, and you guys, many of you guys, too, you know you have to manage your land, particularly, really, during dry times at any time. But land management is hugely important. That's why you do cross-fencing and all that kind of stuff, right? That's why you disc around your fence line so that you don't have hopping fires that make it onto your property, right? That's why you pick up and do controlled burns of all the kindling around the trees, branches that have fallen off the trees. You get those picked up, and you do a controlled burn. That's why you let the cows out there to munch down all the grass, and if the cows ain't getting it done, you find yourself some goats to help along, and you get the grass all cut down by them so that that dry grass is not there, ready to be lit off by the very next spark. But... If you're in California, which is run by the radicals, if you're in Hawaii, which is run by the radicals, they don't do that to the land. And see, they do not that's an inconvenient truth they don't like. They're going to blame global warming for this. And what they want is a national emergency, which will limit your personal freedom and your personal choices. That's what national emergencies do. They're going to demand that. But the fact of the matter is, they're not going to tell you about all the farmers that have left there because they can't afford to farm anymore. Particularly in a Democrat blue Democrat state like Hawaii, they can't farm there anymore, so they've left their family farms, and the natural grasses have taken them over. And the planet, the planet is doing what the planet has always done. Please remember, we're just visitors here. This planet has always had fires. <laughs> this planet has always burned off the vegeta- vegetation by lightning strikes, etc. That's That's how God takes care of his creation. We just happen to be here and in many instances in the way. Sorry, but that's how it is. And after humanity is gone from this planet, if it survives, and I believe it's going to be remade, then it would continue. It's just part of what this planet does. It has nothing to do with global warming or global boiling or any of that hoax. All that is is to limit your personal freedom and your personal choice. Look what Joe is doing. You can't have this kind of stove. You can't drive that kind of car. You can't have this kind of dishwasher. You can't have that kind of clothes washer. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. All because of why? Because it's getting so hot, we can't live here anymore. Which is all just a hoax. It's not true. It's not reality. If you go back and you watch Inconvenient Truth today, we're not supposed to be here right now. We're supposed to all be dead. That's what Al Gore told us. Oh, by the way, picked up about $500 in the process of telling us that two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five great place great folks it's hicks carpet one the largest and best selection of flooring in san antonio is at hicks carpet one the highest quality hardwood flooring if that's what you're looking for they got it how about carpet how about laminate and tile and my favorite the tray proof luxury vinyl plank that's what we call it around the warehouse it's tray proof stuff Yeah, I'm telling you, it's gorgeous. It looks just like hardwood, okay? Got the look of hardwood, the feel of hardwood, but it's scratch-resistant. It's waterproof. I got out of the pool on Saturday and had to run inside for a second, and I was dripping. And I didn't worry about it. It's waterproof. It's easy to maintain. It's pet-friendly and durable. So if there's a little accident in there from little Chucky or whatever, you don't have to worry about it. It's all right. The Hicks family, they're the flooring experts and have been since 1935. They bring you the beautiful guarantee. If you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason, then Hicks is going to replace it for free. That Hicks Carpet One. 210-496-2121 Two ten four nine six twenty one twenty one and online at hickscarpet1.com. From an oil change to an engine change, they can do it all. At six fifty two now, KTSa. I was telling you that I was visiting with some friends, uh, middle income folks, uh, over the weekend. In fact, there were two or three various families, and they were talking about how tough it is right now just to make ends meet for for the you know the essentials. I'm not talking about the watermelons <laughs> like we were talking about a minute ago. Just the essentials, you know. I got to have gasoline. And i got to have some food. I'd like to be able to keep the lights and the A.C. on around the house, you know, those kind of things. I need to buy some medication every once in a while, those kind of things. And these are people who aren't, like, suffering with their salary. What has happened is, though, they actually got a pay cut of about 5% since Joe Biden has been the president. In fact, uh, Mark Zandi over at Moody said, yeah, people now, the average person now, is spending $709 more a month than they did two years ago. This is a problem that we're seeing basically everywhere. Is that People are spending more and more money for the same or even fewer basic goods to the point where in an average year people are going about $5,000 uh, $5, uh, in whole just to buy the basics, the stuff they used to be able to buy with their money. We've got a 17% increase in goods costs. And then you've had about a 4 to 5% decrease in salary. Because those goods have gone up, the real wages are down about 4%. And people that are having to really sit down and put a pen on a piece of paper and figure out how they're going to pay their bills. And here's the deal. It all goes back to energy costs. Driving up energy costs, the way these nut jobs in this administration have done, are costing us all more money than is absolutely necessary. You shouldn't be paying what you're paying for fuel. I gassed up this morning, got a little car, and I put 14 gallons in it. That's what it takes to fill it up. 382 with the low grade. That's the 87 octane, the low octane. $3.82. I paid over 50 bucks to fill that little car up this morning on the way to work. Carl Eggers, rich, uh, com, is joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. This is affecting people in a big way. They have already wiped out their savings now, Carl. They're rating their 401K right now. A lot of people are doing that on a hardship. If you're not 59 and a half, you have to take a hardship to do that. And they're maxing out their credit cards just to pay. I'm not talking about niceties. I'm talking about just to pay the everyday stuff that they got to have.
2: Yeah. Good morning, Trey. My, uh, my truck's got a 36-gallon tank so you're talking well over a hundred dollars every time i fill up um yeah it's 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 an issue and you know it's interesting the stock market for the most part this year wall street celebrated that inflation is coming down again let's put this in perspective it's not coming down it's slowing down so the price increases that people see for those necessities you're talking about are still going up they're just going up at a slower rate but we're, they're not going down. And so prices of everything is still higher. And, and again, go look, at, go look at energy. I mean, even though everybody's going, well, maybe inflation's slowing, energy costs continue to rise, which obviously is a factor in the entire inflation scheme. And we're going to get – you know what this is really doing to the consumer, we're going to get a little more clarity this week. Retail sales comes out from the government. And then we've got profits and earnings being released from Walmart, Home Depot, Target. TJX, so those types of companies are direct to the consumer, and they're going to tell us, here's what we're seeing, and a lot of people expect we're going to start seeing that, you know, continue to take a bite out of people's pockets, because all that stimulus is gone. People are, there's no question that savings accounts are getting eaten up. You talked about withdrawals from 401ks and things, and that's continuing, so I don't see a relief necessarily in, in the prices of, of goods and services. No. I mean, again, you know, people on TV like to talk about Hey, the inflation rate, No, our listeners don't care about the inflation rate or the change in the inflation rate. They care about yeah. the price of X, Y, and Z, and is it going up or down? And by the way, if those prices plummet, that probably means that we're in a recession. So it's kind right. of like, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, to a certain yeah.
0: extent. That's right. Carl Eggers, thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. Just a real quick thing on that. You, you have two two different kinds of inflation numbers that are released by the media. Ga- your, your energy, like gasoline, diesel, all that, is removed from it, and so is your food. All right? So when they talk about it's moderating, it's slowing down, it's moderating, they're talking about all those other goods. They're not talking about fuel and food. If you put fu- fuel and food in there, no, those are not coming down. Those are continuing to go up. And when the cost of fuel continues to go up, the cost of everything else goes up because everything is tied back to fuel. Drill, baby, drill. Open it up. Let's become energy independent again, and you'll see the prices of everything begin to come uh, down. Warren Ryman coming up next, KTSA. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your swelter?